Welcome to Owning Scripture, a podcast dedicated to the study and memorization of God's Word. We're so glad you're here. Let's get started. Well, hey there, friends. Welcome to Episode 17 of the Owning Scripture podcast. My name is Andy Lackey, and I'm your host. And boy, we've got a great program for you today, a great passage to look at. But before we get there, I did want to remind you once again to like and also to subscribe to this podcast. That helps us to get the word out. And also, if you would just share this podcast, if you would share this on whatever social media platform that you use, that helps us get the word out to more people so we can have more uh, folks out there joining us as we memorize and learn scripture together. But as I said today, we do have a a wonderful passage. We're looking at Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 through 10. And this sort of carries over from a theme that we looked at last week. Last week, we were talking about our identity in Christ. And this passage, I think, especially in verse 10, will help us once again to solidify what it means to be in Christ, to have our identity rooted in Christ. So let's begin reading the passage first, and then I will make a a few comments. Paul writes this, Ephesians chapter 2, beginning with verse 8. For by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. And so here we have this amazing passage where Paul reminds us that we have been saved by God through grace. It's only by the grace of God that we have been saved and that that salvation comes by the grace of God through our faith. It doesn't come about because of anything that we have done by our good works, by how good of a person we may or may not be. It's all by God. It's his doing. It's by his grace that we have been saved through faith. And that's why he reminds us here, Paul does in verse eight, that this is not, this is not your own doing. It's a gift of God. You had nothing to do with it. So therefore you have no reason to boast in yourself. If you're going to boast in anything, you're going to boast in Christ. So it doesn't come as a result of your works, but it comes about because of the grace of God. You have been saved by grace through faith. And that's the passage that we know well. I'm sure many of us have already probably memorized that. If you haven't, this is a great time to do that because it is a wonderful passage that reminds us that we have been saved by the, the gracious hand of Almighty God. However, oftentimes we forget to go on to verse 10 because verse 10 really goes with verses 8 and 9. There we read that that we are God's workmanship and that we have been created for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Oftentimes we we, we focus so much on verses 8 and 9, the fact that we're saved by, by faith, that we forget that we are still called to do good works. Yeah, our good works do not save us. That plays no part at all in our salvation. We learn over in James that faith without works is dead, that the the works that we do are an evidence of the faith that that we have. So it says here that we have, we we have been created in Christ Jesus for good works. So we are to to do good works. But what I really want you to see here in this passage is that the very first uh, phrase there where it says, for we are his workmanship. We are God's workmanship. You see, Workmanship, that carries the idea that this is God's work. He, he is the worker. We don't make ourselves. We don't save ourselves. Uh, God's the one who is active. God's the one who is engaged in our lives. That's why it says that we were created. We were created in Christ Jesus. 
God created us. We, we talked about that last week, how we have been wonderfully and fearfully made. And so we are. We are God's work. We are God's workmanship. And that word for workmanship, it comes from this Greek word, poemo, which, uh, is the wor- which is the word where we get our English word of poem. A poem or also carries the idea of some type of a work of art or some type of a masterpiece. You see, one who makes a poem, that is someone who is called a poet. And God is our poet. He is the artist. You know, we're the poem. We, we are the, the masterpiece. And God is the one who created us. And so we are his masterpiece. We are that poem. And, and that's something that we should never forget. Never forget that you are a treasure to God, that you are his great work. And that should give you great comfort and hope, knowing that the greatest artist in the entire universe considers you to be his masterpiece. What an incredible thought that is. And so to tell, your, to tell yourself that you're God's masterpiece, that may seem sort of strange. It may seem weird to think of yourself as a beautiful poem written by God. That may feel weird because many of us have bought into this lie that our worth is found in our performance, that, that our work is what determines how impressive we are. But the truth of the matter is, is that it is God's work that determines how impressive you are. And God's work is beautiful. God's work is amazing. God's work is spectacular. And yes, God's work is you. You are beautiful. You're amazing. You are spectacular. And I think when we begin to understand this passage, we can see ways we can begin to apply it to our lives. You see, when you begin to see yourself as God sees you, that changes everything. So when a classmate, let's say you're a student at school and a classmate maybe makes fun of you, or maybe you have a spouse who constantly belittles you, that puts you down. Well, when you see yourself as God sees you, you can now go to the Lord and pray that the Holy Spirit will remind you, remind you again and again who you are, that you are a masterpiece, that you are a beautiful poem. Then the next time you're tempted to pretend that you're someone that you're not, just pray, Lord, remind me of who I truly am, that I am your good work. I'm your masterpiece. I don't need to pretend anymore. And when we begin to think this way, when we begin to identify ourselves this way, that we are in Christ, that we are God's masterpiece, it also begins to change how we look at other people. We look at others and begin to appreciate God's artistry in their life. Uh, We look at those who may have challenges, those who have special needs, and, and we see these individuals not as problems, but as poems. We see them not as messy, but as a masterpiece, a one-of-a-kind masterpiece beautifully and wonderfully made. When you truly grasp this, then you'll no longer see your brothers and sisters in Christ as problems. You'll just begin to see them as poems, as the handiwork of God. So I would just challenge you this week, take this passage to heart. Take it from your head down into your bloodstream. Pray that the Lord would continually remind you of who you truly are, that you are God's workmanship, that you are his masterpiece. Remember who you are. Remember this passage. Own this passage. And remember, for by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not the result of works, so that no one may boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk 
in them. Well, that will do it for this week's episode. I'm so thankful that you were able to join us today. I just pray that you and your family have a great week. We look forward to seeing you next time. God bless you.